This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I want to go ahead and thank uh, uh, RB Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. Go to rbcarcompany.com. Would love to, uh, to go ahead and have you go buy a car from them. They're a good company, by the way. Good people over there. All right, let's let's take a look at a couple of different things that we have here. A lot of buyers remorse on Joe Biden, you know, pretty early on. Now, at the end of his first day, he had gotten rid of about seventy thousand jobs, and by the end of the first week, I think a thousand people had already been given the pink slip. So this is it's pretty it's pretty awful. And we'll get into also some horrible things that he's done with uh, with China here uh, in, in a few minutes as well. But some of the things that I also wanted to go over is, you know, just some of that buyer's remorse that we have. And then also what the freshman congresswoman, Lauren Boebert, uh, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite people, what she has done. She's already introduced new bills uh, designed to throttle Biden's authority. Yes, the impeachment articles have been filed against him from uh, Representative Green from Georgia. But this is a whole different thing. Before we get into the Biden stuff, though, uh, there's still speculation about what Trump is going to be doing. There was a rumor that Trump was considering doing a Patriot Party, so like a third party, and make a big move there. Uh, I wasn't sure how accurate that rumor was. There's been rumors for about two years of what Trump was going to do when he left office. And those rumors have not been a third party. Those rumors have been a media company and possibly some kind of a PAC. Now, the Patriot Party talk has apparently gone away. According to the latest reports, he's not considering a Patriot Party, um, but he is going to be organizing an election integrity group, and they're going to be tasked with, of course, going around and, and preserving election integrity. And also, he is going to focus on primary uh, primary challenges to never-Trump Republicans. So that... And for the record, there's already several that have popped up. Several. And did you see that the Michigan Party, uh, Michigan Republican Party, uh, censured uh, uh, Fred Upton? You see that? Universal. It was a a unanimous vote on Fred Upton. Maybe if we have time, we'll get to that a little bit later on. So he's he's apparently, according to the latest, he's not looking at the third party, but he is going to start an election integrity group and is going to be focused on primarying never-Trump Republicans. So this is going to be real interesting. Uh, and again, if you look at the last election, for the people who didn't pay attention, they only think that this election was about one one race. Uh, Republicans kicked the tar out of Democrats up and down the entire country. Democrats lost big all over the United States, all over the United States. And that is because they were focusing their, their uh, efforts on manipulating election laws for one race and voter fraud and that sort of thing. And yes, I said it, voter fraud, which is, by the way, confirmed and not up for debate what is up for debate is how much fraud that's up for debate but the fact that there was fraud not up for debate so anyway native american tribes have condemned the biden administration (laughs) already do you realize ladies and gentlemen biden's occupied the white house as a usurper for uh, a week right 
and he has already made Native Americans more angry than the Washington Redskins ever have. That quick. On Thursday, January 21st, the day after Joe Biden's inauguration, the Native American tribe issued a blistering letter to Biden's acting secretary of the interior, Scott De La Vega, blasting his sec- uh, secretarial order number 3395. As the Energy In-Depth reports, the order temporarily suspends delegations of authority regarding leasing and permitting on federal lands with a significantly reduced staff able to, pr- to approve such items. Now, this goes along with the whole you're not going to frack or dig for oil or anything else on federal lands. Now, Forbes wrote a grossly mis- misleading article on what was happening with fracking and energy. So Forbes's position, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week. Forbes's position was Biden was not banning fracking. And that what he was doing is simply, he was not letting fracking happen on federal lands. That is an oversimplification of what happened because there's a whole federal process even for private lands that has now been stopped. So again, Forbes magazine, which has gone full quackadoodle as of late again targeting anybody in the trump administration saying that they're going to go after any company that hires them this is Forbes magazine now Uh, this order does not halt leasing or existing development and at its face is a temporary measure but is certain to create bottlenecks that last well beyond the 60-day limit on the order so De La Vega started serving on january 21st and will remain the interim capacity in the interim capacity until uh the biden nominee Deb Holland is confirmed. The Department of Interior defended order number 3395 by writing the order does not impact existing ongoing operations under valid leases and does not preclude the issuance of leases, permits, or other authorizations by those specified. In addition, any action necessary in the event of an incident that might pose a threat to human health, welfare, or safety will continue. Now, here's the thing. Energy In-Depth has also noted this. Now, Energy In-Depth is, is a separate group. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Wednesday, the administration still has a commitment to ending new oil and gas leasing on federal lands without elaborating on the president, well, the usurper's plans. We do, but the leases will be reviewed by our team. Okay, so that's what Saki said. So they're still going to review those leases. Well, the Ute Indian tribe in Utah, their reservations are located in northeastern utah and it's about 150 miles east of salt lake city if you care about any of that stuff okay so there's about 3200 tribal members and the reservation rests within a three county area known as the utah basin and the reservation is the second largest indian reservation in the united states so it's about 4.5 million acres in the letter to De La Vega, Luke Duncan, he is the chairman of the Ute Indian Tribe Business Committee. This is what he had to say. The Ute Indian Tribe uh, of this reservation, I, I don't need to get into all the Native American names because I'm going to butcher them and I don't want to, um, speci- respectfully request that you immediately amend order number 3395 to provide an exception for energy permits and approvals on Indian lands. Oh... Are you telling me the white man in the Biden administration forgot all about Native Americans? He probably thinks that they all run 7-Elevens. And for the record, that's a Biden quote. Casey, that's that's obviously not the right Indians. Oh, shame on you for calling Native Americans Indians. How dare you? 
The Ute Indian tribe and other energy-producing tribes rely on energy development to fund our government and provide services to our members. Your order is a direct attack on our economy, sovereignty, and our right to self-determination. Indian lands are not federal public lands. Any action on our lands and interests can only be taken after effective tribal consultation. Order number 3395 violates the United States Treaty and Trust Responsibilities of the Indian Tribe and violates important principles of tribal sovereignty and self-determination. Oh, man. It didn't take long for Biden to irritate a bunch of people. Your order was also issued in violation of our government-to-government -government relationship. Executive Order Number 13175, in consultation and coordination with Indian tribal governments and Interior's own policy on consultation with tribal governments. The order must be withdrawn or amended to comply with federal law and policies. Thank you for your prompt attention. <laughs> so, and for the record, I'm not laughing at the Ute Indian tribe because I, I think that they've got a, a valid point here. What they're basically saying is the Biden administration has now prevented any new leases on Indian Native American land in violation of the treaties that they have. And they're furious about this, as they should be. If uh, if and I, I have no reason to doubt what they're saying, you know, I don't think they'd be pitching a fit if uh, if in fact this wasn't true. New Mexico also having a conniption fit new mexico who by the way went uh, went blue is like wait a minute what do you mean what do you mean joe biden is not an energy ally well what did you think <laughs> what did you think was gonna happen he's this is the thing we're at a point now where somebody can look into the camera and tell you they're gonna do something and in politics in the united states you assume that they're lying to you and they're really sending you some kind of a coded message. They're really on your back. They're just trying to win votes. And then the moment they get in office and they keep their word, you're like, I don't understand. You were told. Yeah, but I didn't believe that he was telling the truth. So you supported a guy that you thought was intentionally lying and deceiving everybody to get votes. You, you supported that guy. And now you're surprised that your perception of him isn't accurate and that he actually told you the truth. It's just really bizarre. It's very strange to see that. So <clears throat> you've got the issue with Native Americans uh, with the Ute tribe, again, in primarily in Utah. It's about 4.5 million acres around that area. Uh, you got New Mexico furious. We went over Israel and Canada and everything else last week, but New Mexico is also extremely upset. Um, Texas seems to be okay. Um, who was the other state? There was one other state, too, that uh, said that there's a real issue here with this energy policy that is messing them up. So there's uh, there's one other state, too. I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to have to dig through my show prep to find it. But uh, it was last week. There was, you had Utah, you had New Mexico. Uh, Texas is okay because the way that Texas does business with the energy industry, they're kind of... They're kind of shielded from this type of stuff. Uh, but there is a real concern, I think, in New Mexico that they're going to be packing up. Energy industry is going to be packing up and moving to Texas. You know, obviously, right next door, uh, you go over there and, and you're kind of inoculated from federal interference on, on your uh, energy, your energy companies. But again, it's just day one. You know, from day one, people are furious and upset. Now, 
With that said, there is some additional stuff that have to be discussed, like uh, what Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, she's from Colorado, friend, she's the one that wants to carry her Glock inside uh, Congress. She has introduced several bills to fight back against Biden's executive orders, and we'll talk about that coming up on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Got to tell you about allnaturalcbd.org. If you have listened to me for any length of time, you have heard me talking about allnaturalcbd.org. And it is all-natural CBD. It's made right here. It is American-made. It's a local company, veteran-owned. And the stuff is, well, it's effective. It works really well. Now, again, the lotion is an actual lotion, so you can rub it on dry skin, and it soothes and moisturizes your skin while delivering deliver, delivering full-spectrum CBD into your body and relieving pain. So if you've got fibromyalgia, arthritis, uh, muscle aches, and pains, if you work out and that post-workout soreness, it helps with all of that. For me, I get kinks in my neck. Uh, the way that I sleep, it's a routine, troublesome thing with an old injury. And we talk about it all the time. You know, I rub some of that lotion on in the middle of the night. Pain goes away within three minutes. It used to be that I would have to deal with that pain for a couple of days. There wasn't anything I could do with it. Well, now I'm able to go ahead and relieve that pain until I can get into the doctor and get the injection in the neck. So it's a phenomenal product. My relatives use it on a regular basis. Just sent out two bottles of the lotion and two bottles of the tincture to relatives who needed a resupply on it. They love it and it works. Go to allnaturalcbd.org. Promo code KC10. Remember, this is full spectrum CBD. Allnaturalcbd.org. Promo code KC10. Okay, let's. I, I want to just take you. Let's go back in time, shall we? Just a just a slight little flashback, if we could, ladies and gentlemen. Just just want to go back there and, and take a look at some stuff that has happened way back in the past, and then we'll get into what uh, uh, Congresswoman uh, Bobert is doing. This is in 2017. Walter Russell. If Trump were the Manchurian candidate that people keep wanting to believe that he is, here are some of the things that he would be doing. Limiting fracking as much as he possibly could. Blocking oil and gas pipelines. Opening negotiations for major nuclear arms reductions. Cutting U.S. military spending trying to tamp down tensions with Russia's ally, Iran. Well, Biden has done almost all of that already. Keep that in the back of your mind. We'll tell you why in just a few minutes. So let's take a look at Congresswoman Lori Boebert. She is, um, she's from Colorado, and she has put, her squ put herself squarely in the middle of a battle between the Capitol Police and Nancy Pelosi and everything else on, on firearms and the Second Amendment. Uh, she's the one that wants to be armed when she's at the Capitol. And I think what happened at the Capitol on the 6th is a, uh, as good of an example as any for her to make the case that she should be armed. And we went over this in the show before the show today on DLive. Nancy Pelosi actually requested fixed manned crude machine guns at the Capitol for the inauguration. It was denied. But she requested that. Nancy Pelosi wanted fixed machine gun positions that were manned by crews to open up on a crowd if need be. That's what she wanted there. And again, it was denied. It's totally unnecessary. But this is what happens when you have a civilian trying to run things. Um, so Congress 
and Nancy Pelosi in particular are telling you that a member of Congress, after the halls of Congress were breached and everybody was afraid, AOC said she almost died, you guys. And you've got Congresswoman Boebert saying, well, I've got a Glock. I'll protect myself and anybody around me. And Pelosi goes, no. But Pelosi wants a machine gun nest outside. Right. None of this makes any sense, right? So Republican Representative Lauren Boebert is taking on three president, uh, well, three usurper Joe Biden flurry of executive orders that he signed within days of being sworn in. So here's what she is. She's introduced three bills, a bill to prevent funding for the Paris Accord. Good for her. A bill to halt funding to the World Health Organization until we hold them accountable for their role in COVID. Yes. And a bill to overturn Biden's mask mandate. Also, yes. And then she wrote, uh, Biden can try to ruin our country, but I will push back. Good for her. She's a freshman. She's already making waves and quickly becoming one of my favorite people for more reasons than one. But um, yeah, this is good for her for a freshman congressperson to come in and say yeah you know what we're not gonna let this happen here we go let's go ahead and and propose now will she win probably not but she's trying and there's a lot of people from purple states that are in congress right now that may need to side with republicans on some stuff so we'll see what ends up happening here one of the other things that biden has done biden and the United States Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, on Thursday last week stopped an executive order from Trump that was designed to significantly lower prescription drug prices for Americans, including insulin and epinephrine. If Trump had done this, it would have been the front page news story for weeks. Trump is trying to kill people who need insulin and epinephrine. Trump is trying to kill grandma by making their medications too expensive for them to afford. Well, Biden did that. Remember, Trump has been fighting for low-cost medications and the right to try from the very beginning. So Biden ended the executive orders that would make these prescription drug prices lower for Americans. Uh, The new administration will apparently reevaluate the executive actions from President Trump toward the end of March. It remains unclear if it will be reinstated. Well, why take them down? Why take them down? And again, suddenly that, boy, that Pfizer thing where lying about warp speed and all of a sudden Pfizer's changing the dosages and the vials and shipping less of the vaccine the United States and all the weird relationships with pharma and everything else with Biden are all starting to seem like maybe they make a little sense. Hmm? Oh, but there's, there's more. I'll give you a couple of cases, including one funny one. Okay, I'll give you a funny one to end the show. How about that? Promise to give you a funny one to end the show, and then tomorrow I'm going to horrify you. <laughs> I'm going to horrify you with some of the stories that I still have for tomorrow. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Okay. Flashback again. 2017. Walter Russell Meade. Trump isn't sounding like a Russian mole. Manchurian candidates? Exactly. And even CNN. Even CNN is going, you know, uh, the the, uh, little known fact is that Trump was pretty tough on Russia. 
Yes, he was. He's been far tougher on Russia than most previous administrations going back to Ronald Reagan. But again, this this is from his piece in 2017. Remember, the fear was that Trump was a Russian mole and he was a Manchurian candidate. That's the that's the without evidence storyline the U.S. media whipped up for you and still has never apologized to anybody about. If Trump were the Manchurian candidate that people keep wanting to believe that he is, here are some of the things that he'd be doing. Limiting fracking as much as he possibly could. Cool. Biden did that. Blocking oil and gas pipelines. Cool. Biden did that. Opening negotiations for major nuclear arms reductions. Oh, Biden did that too. Biden is now proposing to extend the U.S.-Russia nuclear arms deal by five years. That snuck under the radar too. Cutting U.S. military spending. Yet to be announced. Uh, trying to tamp down tensions with Russia's ally, Iran, also yet to be announced. Uh, but he is trying, he is, well, okay, no, not yet to be announced. He's trying to revive the nuclear deal with Iran. So, yeah, really the only thing we're waiting for is cutting military spending, which is on its way. So, just I just want you to, you know, again, he is proposing to extend the U.S.-Russia nuclear arms deal by five years. Just, just so you know. I know leftists are out there going, oh, that's a good thing, totally. Uh, Biden has also rescinded Trump's order banning Chinese Communist uh, Party's involvement in the U.S. power grid. Trump banned the Chinese Communist Party from having access to the U.S. power grid. Biden has rescinded that order, which sounds like something that you would do if your family got millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. But I'll I'll give you a lighthearted story, okay? I'll give you a lighthearted story to end the show with. I pinky swear promise. That's coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. I've wanted to talk about this for a couple of days. I just haven't had an opportunity to. A little bit more lighthearted story, ladies and gentlemen. Have you heard the name Timothy Harleth? Timothy Harleth. Now, Timothy Harleth is the White House chief usher, or at least he used to be, before the Bidens got to the White House and promptly fired him. Yeah. Uh, the Daily Mail reported, according to senior Trump administration officials, the firing of Timothy Harleth came at the request of the Bidens. The head usher enjoyed the confidence of the Trump family throughout his tenure. Any suggestion that his resignation was at the direction of anyone other than the Biden team is false, the official said. Okay. Now, why is this a little interesting? So he was fired like right before the Bidens arrived at the White House. Now, remember, the Bidens were all paranoid and they were they were doing everything they could to sweep out all of the Secret Service agents that were on Trump's detail. They didn't want him around because they thought that they were going to um, not protect Biden and that they were actually going to maybe potentially assassinate him. So... There was that paranoia that had overtaken, just like we're seeing with Democrats in, in Congress right now, that the D.C. and Capitol Police and even their fellow Congress people are out to actually get them killed. So anyway, the reason that this is an interesting story, it, it's sad that Timothy Harleth, you know, lost his job, but I assume that he's going to land on his feet and be just fine, especially since he served the Trump administration. Now, again, he is the... Um, he is the White House chief usher. You know what his job is? His job is to open the door, among other things, but his, his job is to open the door 
for the president of the United States or the first family or whoever is usurping and occupying the White House at the time. That is his job. So if you're outside in the Rose Garden, you're giving a speech or something like that, and you need to go back inside, the chief usher is the guy that opens the door. Well, they fired the chief usher. And as a result, Biden and his family got locked out of the White House. <laughs> you probably saw the video of all of this a few days back. But, you know, if you were wondering why that happened, it happened because they fired the guy whose job it was, was to let them in the house. So they fired the guy. And as a result, they themselves could not get back inside the house. Somebody had to, from inside the White House somewhere, had to go scurry over there and make sure that they opened the door so that the, the Bidens could get back into the White House because they canned the guy right before they got there who was, whose job it was to do that. And again, it's just... Here, here's the thing, though. I mean, this kind of lets on. They're firing anybody in their inner circle that would have been there from the previous administration because they learned that those people turn into spies and then you have you know fake scandal after fake scandal and leak after leak after leak that's what trump experienced all right folks tomorrow's gonna be a really interesting one here's bill o'reilly